I'm so damn excited you're here. Welcome to your LinkedIn Gal podcast, where we're all about building your personal brand, business, and life we truly proud of, deserve, and freaking love. My name is Selena, ex-LinkedIn girl turned CEO of the In Academy. I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual insider tips to take you from where you're at now to where you want to be in your life, career, and business. This show is all about real talk, having a blast, as we have epic guests, incredible stories, and tips and tricks to help us get out of our heads. I create your LinkedIn Gal podcast to help you get real results on LinkedIn, utilize the power of this platform, stop feeling stuck, overwhelmed, and lack of time to figure LinkedIn all by yourself. I'm here for you. If you're an entrepreneur, coach, or one in making side hustlers who are looking to build a high-impact personal brand, ramp up social engagement, and turn your LinkedIn connection to customers, then you, my friend, you're at the right place. And let's not forget, we love a good cup of coffee. Got yours? So, insiders, let's do this. trip down to memory lane. How many of you have done a business 101 class? You know that class where you're given like this elevator pitch about your fake company to perhaps like a thousand people or even like perhaps like a hundred people, other students in the lecture hall who everyone stares at you. And yeah, that's the one, right? Have you done that or anything that is related to it? You know, like a business, uh, networking or anything. Either you were the 1% people who love the public speaking or you were like the rest of us stumbling over their words with crazy nerves, sweaty palms, wishing everyone gets exactly what is coming out from your mouth. But you actually don't know what is happening. No, that's not a good time, right? But that's okay. Business 101 was an elevator pitch for a fake business. Like if you join that class, it is a fake business pitching. The stakes are low. But how about now? The problem is the business is now real. That means the stakes now is real. Potential business revenue is literally lying around the table, whether you try to nail that elevated pitch of your business or simply share with others what you do, how you help. Imagine you step into an elevator, you find yourself faced to face with a CEO or business decision maker of your dream company or the clients that you have been always dying to lend and you cannot afford to say it's okay at pitching your business anymore. You have to be confident. You have to be succinct. You have to have crystal clear idea on your value proposition and you need elevator pitch that is exactly the same. Have your elevator pitch ready. It's super freaking important. So selling your idea your vision is what we do as entrepreneur, right? It's so important for us as entrepreneurs to understand the importance of knowing how to communicate and successfully channel what our product and service to our prospective clients. I want to ask, do you have your elevator pitch ready or you are struggling to sell your service and product like a pro? So today we're going to talk about how to nail an elevator pitch like a boss. In this episode, I'll share three strategies to 
to thrive for creating the absolutely best elevator pitch that you can implement right away to make it sell and make an impact. So number one, first thing first, most important thing is you can do in a pitch is credibility. You need to go through your pitch, practice it tons, meaning tons of it, whether it's a one minute pitch, whether it's a two minute pitch or a full hour pitch or some pitch conference allow you to do up to two to three hours. So you better go through your entire pitch with a fine tooth comb of the credibility. So because this is where most people lose a pitch is because they are overselling. Worse still, the worst is the back end selling. They lie, they manipulate, they cheat on their own pitch. They might not mean to, but they felt like they don't have the credibility in order to have other people trust them in order to buy from them. That's why this is decided to lie. They sway away from the truth. But people are smarter than you think. People would start looking at skepticism in everything that you say and slow down the progress and break the trust. So credibility matters and the truth matters as well. That also means that you have illuminating your weakness as well. People respect and gain credibility when you talk a little bit about problems, challenge with them, even your failures. Don't think that's what people decided not to work with you. It's actually opposite. You need to basically highlight those truths and let people know, actually, you've been there. And with that, you resonate with them. You help to create that emotional connection, which is the second point that I will talk about. But let me let you in for a secret. Going back to the point of credibility, there is a mathematical equation to credibility. If you are 100% credible, people will do exactly what you say. In fact, if you was 100% credible in your areas of expertise, in your area of industry, you can tell everyone, hey, wire me $1,000. And then next day, they will, I'll give you $2,000 by the end of the week. And everyone would do so if you was 100% credible. But now, I have not reached that potential yet. But I work, I practice, I do it every single day. And the more you practice, the more clarity you get, the more weighted balance of your value, the more focuses you are, like in terms of your pitch, if your value proposition. So go through everything, practice that exact same pitch over and over and over again, and stay consistent and also persistent with that truth. And let me give you a little bit of tangible advice, how you can build your credibility as well as making sure your pitch is in the exact format. So this actionable tip is that you can create a one cheat sheet. When I used to work for Neil Burnett, which we have like one sheet of what we call the fact sheet. So you can do a fact sheet with one page of PDF with just essential information. Boil it down to one places. This is where you share all the key details about your business, your past clients, your partnership, and that paint a picture of what it will look like to do business with you. And take note, make sure it's only one page document, include your contact information, email, phone, as well as your website. So there you go. That is one tangible tip how you can build that credibility elevator pitch for you. Second, it's about emotional marketing. People buy on emotion for a very logical reason. People buy into emotion. We don't just, you know, do a lot of times when we're pitching is doing enough research to find out what people like and what they don't like. We do not simply do enough research. 
And sometimes it's not about you. It's about your clients, potential prospects. It's about them. We don't do enough research or interest to find out how do I make myself equal then allow myself to appreciate the difference. Appreciate means add value to the difference, not creating separation, the void or the shortage or like obstacle by creating attacking thoughts or judgmental or condition upon like differences in some comparison that suck in that energy, right? That emotion out of it, but instead gain that emotion and gain that attraction and attachment with your prospect because people buy from emotion for that logical reason. So I hope this is helpful. And the last but not least, I am talking about all elevated pitch today. And I want to remind you one thing, majority of the elevated pitch that I have heard is that they do not provide quantifiable value. A lot of people cannot transition from an emotional marketing attachment that I just mentioned uh, that they receive the credibility that we talk about, number one, that they given into a quantifiable value. I will explain a little bit about what's quantifiable value means. We only rely on the emotion, the credibility that we have built from the past and translate directly to the pitch. I'm not saying these two points are not important. These are super, super important, but you can sell your emotion. You can sell your features. You can sell your benefit. You might get a very few quick close, but you and I know that that's not the type of business that you want to thrive. So learn to quantify everything in your business, especially when it comes to results. The reason why is somebody should work with you and they talk about the tangible numbers, the credible numbers, not the fake numbers. For example, someone would tell me, Selena, I grow my business revenue by 300% this year. I was like, oh, well, great happy for you. Amazing. And they will say, well, to me, you can make $3 last year and now you made $9. There you go. 300. So you have to add it there. Like the actual quantifiable value, the amount that you earn, not that percentage or else people will get confused. Start quantifying things. The more we leave the void, the obstacles, the more we create an interference between us and the truth. And you will lose that credit ability again and the trust that you have tried to build online for the longest time, right? And less statistically, you will have a successful pitch. So don't just feature the benefit and dump it on people because it, it needs more. Also, quantifiable, like quantifying value, also quantifying your impact. The impact is also emotional aspect, but the impact has usually a huge long-term numbers that are equivalent with them. When we can create and impact our environment. We are then now transitioned to something more, what I love to say, emotional safety feeling that we bring. I'm talking about a real quantifiable numbers of impacts. This can save time. It can help people to save energies. It can save actual dollars. And look at the impact of where your service, your product gain and help people save in a way according to the impact that of your solution 
information and service. Let's take my business, for example. I help entrepreneurs as well as small online business owners to create a rock solid online presence on LinkedIn, allowing them to advertise, market, and sell their service and product and better without paying a single dime on advertising on LinkedIn and various other channels. Save them time, resources to figure out the right way to grow LinkedIn. So there you go. It's very important to quantify that impact for your audience, for your prospect, as well as, you know, the time, the resources piece that attach back to the emotional attachment that I talked about earlier. How do you help yourself to organize that then? How do you really communicate in your perfect pitch, right? And the perfect pitch could be in public speaking or that pitch could be sending through as a proposal or a one pager to your clients. So put together a press kit, a longer version of your one page PDF that I just talked about earlier. This is a document where you take the deep dive into all the granular details of your business, include your founding information, how you found your company, how you get started, key measurables and details about exactly what you have to offer and add more information to the press kit that offer real tangible and credible data uh, to your potential clients and uh, partners. So second tangible action is create your lookbook as well as portfolio. This is the part where you get to show off all the credible work you're doing or so the person or companies you're pitching to cannot wait to work with you. If you have an e-commerce product or physical product, looks like you're showing visual of your product, providing the description and creating that cohesive look for your brand. So if you offer a service-based product, you can feature past work, client testimonial, or description of that various package you're offering tailored to your customer's needs and present those features and benefits that we talked about earlier that give that magical transformation to let your potential clients know, hey, if you decided to work with me, this is going to be the transformation. It's all about that transformation, right? Pair with what we just talked about earlier is the quantifiable value. You need to pair that with it and solve the problem uniquely with you, right? Starting with you as a coach, starting with you as entrepreneur, how you represent yourself means so much. And be able to explain that this clearly, simply, so that people can get it right away. So there you go. Three strategies that I use for my very own elevator pitch every single time when I'm talking with clients during a one-on-one discovery call or when I am on a show, when people ask me what I do, that's the elevator pitch, it's all the the three things, right? Just to highlight Establish that credibility, make sure it's truthful. Secondly, is the emotional attached, making sure you have that. Go beyond the feature, the benefit that you're offering, the transformation. Quantify the value that it's upcoming. So these are the three strategies that I really hope that you can take away with you when you are looking to create your elevator pitch next. And you'll have a confidence. You need to pitch your business without getting a sweaty palms and crazy nerves. All right. So there you go. And actually, we're we're almost the end of it. But I just want to quickly share with you the do and don'ts of an elevator pitch. Because we mentioned about the feature, we need to mention the transformation. We need to mention the credible part as well as quantifying your value. What you don't want to do is don't pitch something has nothing to do with your target audience. You will say like, Selena, duh, I know. And do pitch about your niche. And don't submit pitch documents with errors. Yes, you hear me 
me right. You know how many pitch when I'm still working at LinkedIn from like other vendors are coming in my email and I decided to reject it. Although they have the best package, like they have the best design. But you know what really just make me really struggle is I see error in the document. It could be like misspell things. It could be like they update the document until 2012, you know, and you'll be like, oh, are you even like really value my partnership? Your pitch and proposal is not even updated. So I know it's something that you will be like, oh, Selena, it's something that I, I know already, but I hope it's a really great reminder for you. So do make sure everything you turn in has polished up as well as is fully updated. And then what others you don't want to do is don't leave out important, credible, truthful information. Like I said earlier, do give the company everything you need to do business with you. Give them all the reason of, that they're like, oh yes, 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 I want to do it. Okay. And don't only focus on yourself. Do show interest in who you're talking to and do research, my friends. Trust me. And that is going to help you to be an elevator pitch uh, when you're doing it. Attracting investor, clients, prospect can be tough for any business. That's why you have to create your very own elevator pitch. Make it concise, make it clear, make it truthful. We talk about that, make it interesting. And if your elevator pitch is successful, your potential clients may request even more information from you. They want to get more meetings with you and the business opportunities start coming and you start closing deals. Let's do this. So Hope you enjoy these three strategies to nail our elevator pitch like a boss. Like I said earlier, I think it's really extremely important to basically nail that when it comes to your business. I hope today's episode is helpful and see you next week. Bye for now, everyone. See you. Before you go, remember, bet on yourself and life will bet on you. Thank you so much for tuning in today, insiders. Because of you subscribing, leaving positive reviews, shouting out this podcast, telling your friends, I'm so pumped that I'm kind of sweaty right now just because how excited I am to deliver valuable content that will hopefully help you in a meaningful way in building your personal brand, business, and life that you freaking love. Your feedback means the world to me. I'd like you to share new topics and things you want to know about LinkedIn so I can continue making this podcast experience even better for you. And the rest of the insiders, email us hello at theinacademy.com and share your thoughts. Have a fantastic week ahead. Bye for now.